We interrupt this broadcast to bring you a sneak peek of my soon-to-be-released podcast based on my novel, Emails from Infinity. Enjoy. Everyone has had a dream sometime in their life which was so potent and vivid that they were unable to tell the difference between the dream and reality. So too has everyone experienced something while waking which was so fantastic that they cannot explain how it occurred. A fine line exists between these two states, those of waking and dreaming. Likewise, the notions of possible and impossible exist along the fault of this fine line, a line which everyone has reached at least once in their life. An experience pushes us beyond this threshold, and the rock-solid foundation which we have come to rely on becomes shaky. We find ourselves reeling, or even falling, grasping desperately at some logical explanation, and yet sometimes there is none. What should we do with these fantastic occurrences? How do we account for the disparities between these two worlds of possible and impossible, realms so far apart and yet so near? These are some of the questions at the heart of this book, questions which I have found myself asking time and time again. The pages explore my own personal fine line, the invisible gap between waking and dreaming, between possible and impossible, between life and death. I recount experiences which have been crucial to the shaping of my perception and, in turn, my philosophy. Many of these recollections detail crossing into the miraculous world of the unknown, so it is likely that some of them will be met with skepticism or perhaps outright disbelief. With that said, I encourage you to suspend your disbelief and enjoy the ride for what it is. Give yourself permission to accept this ticket compliments of the house. If every moment of our lives was documented by an outside source, a camera for instance, that followed us around as we traveled the world, then we would be capable of comparing and contrasting our subjective perceptions with an objective one. As we know, this is not the case. The true nature of awareness is subjective, and every person carries with them their own signature awareness. So, for each and every person, their memories are real for them. There is another element which you will find interwoven between these snapshots of my past, emails. During my travels, I made the acquaintance of a guy struggling through a difficult time in his life. He relied on negative, self-fulfilling prophecies and believed he was an addictive personality. His current crutch was oxycodone, pills which he ground into a fine powder and snorted with some regularity. I knew I could help him with some of his problems, and so I began a discourse with him. Our first conversation was about what he wished to achieve, about creating that image and actualizing it. If he felt intimidated and insecure yet wanted to feel confident and in control, then he should act the way he wanted to feel. You are what you tell yourself you are, I explained to him. You create your own reality. This advice was greedily devoured and in little time he was experiencing powerful results. I also explained that in general, a dominant gesture will elicit a submissive response, just as a submissive gesture will elicit a dominant response. He found this to be tremendously helpful in his daily life, and with new useful tools under his belt, his interest in our communications increased. He worked swing shift, 
and I worked graveyard, so our communications were limited to brief shift changes, emails, and occasional telephone discussions. One night at the end of shift change, he invited me to join him for breakfast so he could, quote, pick my brain. Much of my philosophy lay far outside his comfort zone, which says a lot for a guy who had become voluntarily homeless in the hopes of forcing spontaneity into his life. He did this despite having access to the funds to live a normal life. Early the next morning, we met in a small casino diner. Eggs sizzled from behind grease-smudged kitchen doors and the bitter smell of burnt coffee hung heavy in the air. Our conversation was direct and to the point. He made it clear that his aim was to dramatically change his way of life. I made it clear that I wasn't going to pollute his mind, a fear he had hinted at, if he decided to include me in his process of self-metamorphosis. With the deal struck and our roles defined, I left the breakfast meeting with a mission. I began thereafter a campaign of email communications, sometimes shocking, periodically humorous, but always poignant, in an effort to stimulate his personal journey towards newfound freedom. What follows are fragments of my memories, interspersed with the emails I authored, preserved in their original format, all placed together like tracks for your personal roller coaster to glide upon. Although this ride loosely outlines the trajectory of my life and the developments of our email dynamic, these tracks do not always follow chronological order. In some instances, identities have been changed and places have been obscured for the sake of anonymity. Voyeuristic or not, here's your chance to sneak a peek into a stranger's emails and a glimpse at the annals of infinity. Introduction Picture yourself sitting near a campfire. The hickory smell of wafting smoke and the dry crackle of burning wood fills your senses. The twilight-stricken sky is stained purple and is ebbing towards darkness as the flames fan your body. Sitting here with a group of friends, disjointed shadows and blooms of light play across their faces as the fire swirls and laps like waves against the rock ring which keeps it captive. Someone begins to tell a story. It starts, as most stories do, a casual phrase, something like, I remember one time, or when I was a kid, and continues in this fashion. At first they are just words and sentences, but as your eyes turn inward, an amazing thing begins to happen. Without the distraction of the daylight hours, your group now socked in by a curtain of black, palms perhaps outstretched over the warmth of the glowing embers. These words begin to weave together. Like a fine tapestry this recollection rolls out in front of you, your imagination working to pull together the loose threads as this person's story comes to life within your mind. When their story comes to an end, another person chimes in. This is now shared, woven work, stories braiding together. Round and round the circle this fabric rolls, each person adding their voice, a pattern emerging. The fire leaps at just the right moment, an exclamation point driven home by the vacuous pop of a piney sap deposit. Everyone shifts at this synchronicity and your eyes drift upward, where you can now see stars like freckles on the sky's charcoal face. When your eyes again meet, there is a stranger amongst this circle of friends. This stranger's face is shrouded in shadows, furtive in its mask of anonymity. Somehow this stranger has been allowed attendance, and it is now clear that the fabric you have all left your mark in is sitting in this stranger's lap. Despite the enigma of this new addition to your assembly, the stranger begins in a similar manner to those come before, 
invoking a story of long-lost memories now retrieved, a story of origins. (laughs) 